Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to a special solo episode of the Girls Stop Playing podcast, where we encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. I'm your host, Coriel, and I had to check in with a special audio exclusive episode because we got a recap episode four, break it all the way down and talk about some points that I really hope y'all picked up on because it's not so much about someone's personal experience because that's gone. It's a memory. It's just a story to share. But at this point, it's more so about what you can take from it. And I think our conversation on episode four, let's talk about sex with my girl, sex with Ashley was so juicy. It was so deep that one episode truly just didn't do it justice. And so I wanted to dive a little bit deeper because we've definitely kept the conversation going over on Instagram. If you're not following me at Coriel and following the podcast at Girl Stop Pod, definitely make sure you hit the follow button because we continue the conversation over there once the episodes conclude each and every Thursday live on YouTube at 8 p.m. So This episode, Let's Talk About Sex, really took a turn um, that I was not expecting. I did not have, you know, these talking points or questions in my notes, although I did have notes. We definitely got um, off track and kind of took a left when um, Ashley started talking about one of her dating experiences here in Atlanta. Now, because I know that my girls stop playing audience is majority single women. I really got to get into this conversation as it relates to the single women who are truly in hopes of preparing to become wives. So although Ashley is a sex advocate and educator, and she really believes in, you know, uh, being sexually free and having your whole phase and all of the things, I wanted to approach the conversation from a point of how can single women um, comfortably and confidently uh approach this conversation around sex because it's not going away whether you are naturally comfortable with it or not it's not just a topic it is a necessity in any healthy happy relationship but is it a necessity when you're dating i don't think that there's necessarily uh rules that you need to restrict yourself with but we got into this conversation on episode four so definitely go back if you missed it um before before you continue to listen because otherwise spoiler alert. So a couple points that I definitely feel like we got to just dive into. Number one, there are some red flags that my girl Ashley mentioned um, during the interview, but she kind of missed the night of. Now, I understand that hindsight is twenty twenty, and I've definitely 
even recently been in situations where something happened and after the fact i'm like man i wish i would have said this or that or man i should have you know done this or i wish i would have mentioned that so we can always think of things like later that we don't necessarily think of at the time so i understand that that when she's re you know recounting you know the story when she's sharing it she's thinking of details that she probably didn't think about um right then and there so i understand that but one thing that i truly truly believe as women our greatest gift is our intuition our gut instinct i believe that's our god instinct when we feel that thing um when we get that hunch when something tells us i believe you know we should listen when something tells you you gotta listen and that's something in my opinion that's spirit that's god that's wisdom um really really pointing trying to point you in the right direction or trying to warn you or trying to you know tell you uh um this this ain't right something is up so i believe that there were several red flags that again from the outside looking in it's easy to point out maybe if you're in it it's not so easy to recognize but we need to use these experiences of other people so that we don't necessarily have to experience um you know these stressful situations or learn these lessons the hard way so let's talk about some of these red flags so ashley said that she met homeboy online she didn't specify you know where it was whether it was on i think she said an app she didn't say whether it was a data app whether it was just a social media app you know he slid in her dms we don't know all of the details so we don't know what the conversation was like online um we don't know how long the conversation was online before they took it offline we don't know those details so some of this is assumptions right but what we do know is that at the end of the conversation the last conversation before they met in real life this man told ashley to meet him at the best buy now i posted this on on my social media i posted this this topic and i asked people like what would you have done would you have gone to the best buy you know like what would you have done at every point um in this situation and a lot of people were like well you know what was up with the best buy like best buy might not be so bad if maybe he had to handle something really quick and then they were going to go out maybe there was a you know restaurant nearby you know in the best buy shopping center that's what ashley said that she had assumed you know she had assumed where maybe there's a there's a restaurant over here but the point was my problem the reason the, the best buy was a red flag for me is because there was no explanation why are we going to the best buy are you picking up something that you ordered you know is there a restaurant next door do you work there and you're picking up your check are you the manager of this best buy you got to stop and check on something like what is really good with the best buy best buy in and of itself is not an issue best buy with no explanation is what i have a problem with so the red flag was that there was no explanation but then the red flag in my opinion on ashley's behalf is that there was no there was no um I don't want to say questioning uh she didn't ask like what are we going to this best buy for should i just wait in the car am, am i meeting you outside you know like what's going on with the best buy she didn't have those details at the time so that was you know it, it, what i feel like was the first misstep you didn't gather enough information of what's going on here you didn't know what you were really getting yourself into because you didn't ask questions and a lot of times we don't ask questions because we either don't really want to know the truth or we don't want to quote unquote do too much right we don't want to get on their nerves we don't want to say 
wrong things. So because we don't want to say the wrong things, we don't say anything. And then we don't really know what we're getting ourselves into. So red flag number one for me, Best Buy with no explanation. Now, once they got to the Best Buy and Ashley decided, okay, she sees something in him. Something is worth exploring. At the point where he told her, we can go to the Red Lobster, but I already ate. What are we going to the Red Lobster for? That's red flag number two on both of their parts. Because why are you coming to meet me, grown man, at a restaurant when you've already eaten? That does not make sense to me, in my opinion. You've already eaten. There's no, there's no point in us going to this restaurant. Red flag on her behalf. If you've already eaten, this is what she should have said. If you've already eaten, okay, well, you know, I'll see you next time. Or, you know, we don't need to go eat. You want to go grab a drink? Something. But to continue on going to the restaurant, sitting down, you know, ordering a meal, knowing that I'm going to eat alone, that does not necessarily um, make sense to me and how I want to spend my evening. So that would be a red flag. Because you were so inconsiderate of my time, my feelings, because who wants to eat alone? So you're so inconsiderate, knowing that we have plans, you went and ate anyway, like, okay, well, I'll holla. It was nice to meet you, right? Red flag. The fact that Ashley wanted company, and this is an assumption, but I don't know any other reason to continue on having a meal, eating in front of someone who's not eating, you know, having a conversation with a stranger that is obviously not respecting you, your time. So you want to have company at this meal so much so that you're willing to compromise what you really deserve. So again, hindsight is 2020. It's much easier said than done, but these are some things um, some lessons that we can des definitely take away from these situations. I can't lie, y'all. The Rap Radar podcast is one of my latest obsessions. I love how the hosts have these revealing interviews. They obviously do their research because they are getting the answers to the questions that true hip-hop fans have. I personally loved hearing their conversations with the City Girls and Juicy J. Y'all know I'm slick like a hip-hop head, right? And so I'm beyond excited to let y'all know that the Rap Radar podcast is finally back. It's hosted by journalists Elliot Wilson and Brian B. Miller, and they are bringing you some amazing conversations on music and culture with some of your favorite artists. It has a new home, Interval Presents, and Rap Radar is now available on every platform. So you can listen to the Rap Radar podcast right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So at no point do you need company so bad that you got to sit in front of a stranger who's already disrespected you just to have dinner, right? And then the fact that he ordered a beer, you could have ordered an appetizer, bro. Like, come on. You ordered a beer and then you let her pay. So it's one thing to say, I already ate, but come on, I'm going to pay for your meal. I'll just order an appetizer. It's one thing to say, okay, I already ate, but I'll just pay for your meal and I'm just going to get a drink. But we could talk. 
get to know each other. But to say you already ate, only order a beer and then let her pay red, 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 black flag, goodbye, like you're somebody I used to know. I am a ghost at this point. How many times have you been in situations where the red flags were so red, like those flags were flagging and you were just ignoring them because you wanted to go with the flow. You didn't want to ruffle any feathers. You, you know, had already made plans and you wanted to follow through, like come came up with all of these reasons to excuse bad behavior or excuse things that were beneath what you truly deserve. Because this is what you could could get right now. Like, I'm willing to take what I can get right now because I don't want to wait for what I truly deserve. This is that. Okay, so red flags all over it. And again, this is a typical situation. This is not something unheard of. To be quite honest, I've encountered men, different men. I've not had one guy that did all of these things, but I've had a man that wanted me to meet him somewhere, you know, before we were going to the real place. And I have questions, sir, what's going on? I've had a guy who showed up somewhere to a restaurant to meet me and said they already ate. All right, well, I'm out of here. I've had a guy who's literally at the end of the date tried to sneak to the side and have the waiter split the bill. Guess what, bro? If you broke, just say that. I'll pay for both of them. Give me both of them. I'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. Let me boss up on you real quick because... What type of man pulls the waitress to the side, like whispering, hey, just split this for me. Like, remember, this is what I had. Like, bro, don't do it. So I'm not judging her for, you know, what he did, but it's all about how you respond. And again, it's easier said than done. But next time you are in a situation similar to this, hopefully you'll recognize some of these red flags. I really want for y'all to understand, though, that the reason that catfish still, still exists in 2022 is because we want companionship so bad. We want someone to check in with us, to care about us, to show concern, to show interest, to spend time with us so bad that we are willing to ignore all logic. We are willing to literally leave our brain at home because we want company, because we want companionship. Do not allow yourself do not allow boredom to get you making bad decisions. Do not allow boredom to get you in situationships with boys instead of waiting, waiting it out for your man. You got to want more for yourself than just what you can get right now. You got to be willing to wait for what you're worth. Wait for what you are, de uh, are deserving of. Now, Ashley is super, super big on, and again, this is not like an Ashley, 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 but Ashley was my guest. We're talking about episode four. Let's talk about sex. Um, sex with Ashley, plug, plug, plug. Make sure you're following and supporting everything that she has going on, but she's definitely an advocate for freedom and, you know, being expressive in your sexuality. One thing, again, that I want to make note of and just point out for the single women who are wanting to become wives. This is not for anyone other than the single women who are wanting to become wives. I want you to really live life on your own terms, but know the consequences of your actions. Like know what comes along with the freedom. Know what comes along with expressing your freedom because it's one thing to be a free bird behind closed doors. But if I know about it, 
it's a different thing. Like if you build a business off of it, it's a different thing. If you have it in your bio, it's a different thing. If you've branded yourself as it, it's a different thing. If you are, you know, plastering it on social media, it's a different thing. And so depending on what your goal is, you have to know that your decisions today are definitely going to determine and dictate your destiny. They're definitely going to determine how your future husband views you. They're definitely going to determine how his perception of you filling this role as the leader of his home, as the mother of his children, right? As the, the, the name, right? Giving you his last name. So live life on your own terms. Do you be free, be who you truly are, but understand the consequences of your actions and what might come along with it. So one point of the conversation was in whether or not the whole phase was necessary, um, whether or not your whole phase should be a secret, whether you should share it with your potential partner, um, whether or not Ashley says, you know, the whole phase can be character building. I have not necessarily known that to be um, true, but everybody has their own experience, which is what these conversations are all about, sharing different perspectives, different uh, opinions, different experiences, because that's how we learn and that's how we grow. If you have a whole phase, I do not think that I should necessarily need to know about it. I don't think your social media audience needs to necessarily know about it. I don't think your potential um, husband necessarily wants the world to know about his wife and her old Whole phase, like, let me pull up these receipts and see what so-and-so's wife is out here doing. Like, imagine if this husband has sisters and those sisters start doing some, some digging, start doing some research. And this whole phase, this social media backshot history starts showing up. Just think about the repercussions. Just think about the perception because perception is reality. It does not matter who you really are. God knows your heart, but the people don't. The internet don't care. Your future husband's sisters do not care about your heart at this time. They might get to know you, you know, and, and learn who you truly are. But I'm talking about you setting yourself up for success based on your goals. If your goal is a husband. Now, again, this is the rule. There's always an exception. But do you want to bet your bottom dollar on being the exception to the rule? I don't think that's that's a good bet. So again, live life on your own terms. Do you be free, but just understand what could come with that. And then last but not least, since the entire episode was all about sex, when it comes to sex and dating, I don't think that, again, you have to restrict yourself. There has to be a rule. I don't believe in Steve Harvey's 90-day rule. I don't think Steve Harvey ever followed a 90-day rule. That's just my personal opinion, but... I believe that you should do it when you're comfortable and not a second sooner, whenever that is for you. And by comfortable, I mean, be so comfortable in where you are in this potential partnership, in this potential relationship, in this dating phase, that if the day after you decide to do it, the day after you have sex, you never speak to this man ever again, you won't be mad. Because you were so comfortable, so confident, so sure in your decision that you wanted to have the sex. Like it, it, was, it was your decision. This is what you wanted to do. So what he decides to do later really doesn't matter because you logically consciously made this decision. So until you're that comfortable, until you 
don't necessarily feel like you're doing it for XYZ reason. Like you're literally doing it because this is truly a decision that you want to make. I don't think you should do it a second sooner than that. Now, I heard a, a wise mentor say, you should do it once you know that he respects you. So if he hasn't proven that, if you're not sure of that, if you're thinking twice when you hear me say that, then he probably hasn't proven it. And then what's the point? We have to stop making decisions based on the D, decisions, getting distracted, and then blaming other people for the repercussions of our decisions. So be responsible for your decisions. Do them when you can, you know, make your decisions when you can make them confidently, um, when there's no shame in your game, when you're not doing it because you pressure, because you're trying to keep somebody, because you want to keep it going. This is real grown woman-ish, y'all. We keep the conversation going live every single Thursday. If you're not watching live Thursdays at 8 p.m., make sure you tap in YouTube.com. Coriel is the channel. The Girl Stop podcast is available there. I'll make sure I link the YouTube in the description below. Make sure you tune in. And if you have not subscribed yet, girl, stop playing. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.